Yeah, you got a high bottom, a high bottom, a high bottom. Did you guys bring testing straps? Mushrooms changed my life. We just didn't even know to do it. Okay. I only get coke on the weekends, which is like Wednesday. High bottom, it is day 72. I went to three meetings today and I would go to more if I could. Not because I am enjoying going to meetings, but because I don't know what else to do with my time. Like, it feels like the only place that I want to be because I don't have to think about existing while I'm there. Like, for that hour, I can just, like, listen to a speaker and not worry about what's going on and feel like I'm making progress, I guess, because I'm spending time with, like, other sober people and, like, sort of solidifying my program. The first meeting I went to was at 8.30 this morning, and... There was a guy in the meeting who was pretty hot and I was like, he's definitely straight. He was wearing like a bunch of Patagonia. And then during his share, he mentioned that he um, kept like scrolling through Grindr to waste his time. And I was like, yes, um, this is who I will be obsessed with. Um, so, of course... Uh, Right after the meeting, he bolted out. Um, so I did not get to say hi to him. But um, when the meeting was going on, I like raised my hand to share. And as soon as I raised my hand, he walked out to go to the bathroom. And I was like so relieved because I didn't want, because I was sharing that I have 72 days and I didn't want him to know that I was a newcomer because I didn't want him to not want to hook up with me. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> I really feel like at this point in my sobriety, it's fine. I'm not going to overthink it, but truly I'm just like obsessed with seeing hot gay guys at meetings and I'm not going to marry these people. I know that, but it is just like, it's nice to see hot people who are doing well. This guy was celebrating 12 years today. Like, damn. Um, he must've gotten sober young or he just looks good. I don't know. But I went to, I, I met some friends, I saw a girl in the meeting that I had seen when I was sober during round two and she's so great. And she invited me to another meeting. I went to that second meeting and it was really weird. There were like six of us and it was like, it was only for gays and guys, I guess. Oh, sorry. Gays and girls. And what is gender? Am I right? And, I don't know if there was something about it. Like it was a crosstalk meeting where you could like, we did like a reading from one of the books, but then like people would like interrupt and be like, you know what? That really resonates with me because blank, blank, blank. And then they would just talk and forever. And so like most meetings, you know, they have like a, you know, maybe you don't know. They have like a, a set structure for how things go. And this meeting did not have that. Yeah, this th yeah, that meeting was honestly a bust for me and then I left that meeting and I was like, I don't know what to do with myself. So then I looked up if there was another meeting and I found um this huge gay all men's gay meeting and there were like a 100 people there and it was fucking great. I'm going to go to that every week. 
And I looked around and there was only like two people who I would potentially smash and they wouldn't even be like at the top of my list. Um, and then I saw my freaking crush from this morning was there. And that is how I know that God is real. Yeah, I didn't say hi to him. I'm not going to do anything with that for now. But it was nice just like being in that big group. I, regardless of anyone that I would want to have sex with there, it just, it was nice to be with like a huge group of gay guys. And majority of them are not attractive, to be honest. And that's fine. And that's good. But it was good to be with that crew. Today, two friends friend is a stretch one of them is a friend the other one is someone i know um they both got snl um saturday night live and i saw the news like you know just scrolling through my phone and damn i felt really happy for them and i'm really glad to say that because other times in my life when people have gotten things that i've wanted um i i didn't even know uh I didn't even know my friend was auditioning for that. Um, but when they found out, they had two days to pack up all their shit and go to New York, which is crazy. And I'm so happy for them. Both of those people are super hardworking people. Um, but yeah, I can definitely say in the past, at times when people have gotten things that I've wanted, I haven't been happy for them. Like, I've just been a jealous fucking bitch. And I was like, damn, those two people are so kind. They both work so hard. Like, I'm glad they got that. Like they deserve that. And I thought about like what I'm spending my time doing. And then I remember that two nights ago I had a guy come over who he wanted to have sex with me. And I, sorry, other way around. I invited him over because I wanted to have sex with him. He does not want to have sex with me. He is a lonely weirdo and he wants friends. So I invited him over and pretended like I wanted to be his friend. What resulted was me listening to him rant at me for four hours and he is so fucking annoying. Like he has the worst opinion. He was explaining to me why there shouldn't be black hobbits, but it's okay that there are black people in the Game of Thrones reboot. Like there were just like so many inconsistencies that did not make sense. And it started because I was talking to him about like the dislikes that Black Ariel was receiving on YouTube and he was like, why would they do that? She is a beloved character. It does not make, I'm like, who gives a shit? Like who literally who cares? Like, why would you not do that? Like obviously young black girls, it's exciting for them to see a princess that they've grown up hearing about look like them. Great. And then like, he was pretty like, he was pretty stern in his argument, but then he started justifying why it makes sense for the game of Thrones world to have black characters um, which like I'm all for, but I'm just like, what, like you really just like backpedaled, like you were really stern in your argument. And I guess I could respect the consistency of it, even though I think you're fucking stupid. And like, why do you care about these fictional characters? I just listened to him rant. And the whole time I was like, wow, how can I manipulate this person into getting naked with me? It didn't happen. At one point they went to the bathroom and while they were in the bathroom, my Duolingo you know that app Duolingo? It like helps you learn. I'm learning Spanish because I didn't grow up learning Spanish ever. Um, so the my Duolingo alerted me and was like, "Hey, you have an hour to complete today's assignment, or like you like don't have that many days in a row anymore." So I started to complete it. And it's like ten questions, and I got to like six questions, 
And then he comes back from the bathroom and he looks at me and he's like, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, I have four questions left on Duolingo and then I'm back. And he was like, what? Put your phone away. That is so rude. And I was like, are you serious? And I was like, I'm just going to answer these four more questions. Come on, like do them with me. It's Duolingo. And he was like, if you don't put your phone away right now, I am going to pour my drink down the sink and I'm going to go home. Which is such an insane thing to say. Like, are you kidding? Like, I was in disbelief. I was like, is this a joke or a bit? And it clearly wasn't. And so I put my phone away. Like a little bitch. And I just, like, I knew in my right mind that I should have just sent him home. Like, that's when you go home. Like, you need to go home. Yeah. He stayed for longer. And then he told me that he had monkeypox on his penis. And that it was healed now, but there was like a chunk missing from his dick or something. And I'm like, good God. Like, yeah, Matt, no wonder you don't have SNL because you're spending four hours listening to some guy with monkeypox on his cock tell you why there shouldn't be black hobbits. Okay. I read my sponsor made me read the, he's making me read the first four chapters of the big book, like the big book in, of Alcoholics Anonymous. And, uh, Chapter one is Bill's story, the straight dude who like started AA and uh, he was fucked. Like he was drinking like two handles of gin a day and would be like shaking all the time, you know, like had a serious, serious rock bottom. When I was reading his story and he like, it, it was like the same, it was, I mean, it was an extreme version of my own, but like. Every time he would like start to get some time under his belt and start to feel good, then he would go out again and he would burn everything to the fucking ground. And then he just finally had to admit that like there was that he couldn't do it anymore. Like he he needed a higher power and he God, I sound so Christian. Um, But yeah, he 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 admitted that he needed a higher power. And that that has been the hardest thing for me to like say to myself, like, oh, I know for sure that I'm an alcoholic and I need something more than me. It's been so hard for me to be like, I don't know for sure. Like I, I literally like, I don't know. Like how could anyone know for sure that they're an alcoholic? Do you know what I mean? But when I read his story today, for some reason, something clicked where I was like, damn, he kept going out. His life kept getting fucked up. He kept going out. He would get better. Then he would go out. And I was like, I did the same thing three different times. And now I'm back here. I started doing this program when I was 25 and now I'm 29. And it's like, how much longer do I want to keep like experimenting? You know, like, hey, dumbass, you have done this three times now. It seems pretty evident that you're not good at moderation. Like, I hate to break it to you, Matt, but like, sorry. Like you had like the last time you went out, you're like, this is my last opportunity. I got to make sure like I really work within moderation. Guess what? I didn't. And by the end of it, I didn't want to hang out with anyone unless I was going to be able to get fucked up. And that's so sad. But I guess it's also like, you know, it's nice that I have come to that realization. And today was like literally, I think the first time in the four years of me being in and out of this program where I was like, I am definitely an alcoholic what step one is um we admitted to ourselves and to another that we were alcoholics and that our lives had become unmanageable yeah yeah 
I am obsessed with drinking. It's all I want to do. And I got fired from my job and I was being a shitty friend to people and I was lying to people. Um, and I was not doing the things that I love. I wasn't writing. I stopped performing as frequently. I'm not creating shit that I enjoy doing. Yeah, that's unmanageable for me. I'm still, I owed $5,000 in rent at the beginning of this week. I got like a letter from my landlord being like, hey, remember that thing that you're supposed to do every month? You should do it. So I dropped off a check for $2,500, but I still owe them $2,500. You know, that's unmanageable. That's not, that's not cute behavior. That's not behavior that my current crush in AA is going to want to be a part of, you know? So, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm feeling weirdly, like I'm feeling kind of hopeful and I'm like, damn, if I stick with this, if I like really do this, like things could get like pretty good. I don't know. Like watch out, watch out, um, 30 rock because I'm going to be in the reboot with Tina Fey. And, uh, I almost said Mac Miller. (laughs) Uh, Mac Miller is dead and, uh, he was never in the original 30 rock. So I don't know why that would be a thing, but um, yeah. Also, side note, I saw the movie A Barbarian a few days ago. Holy fuck, that movie scared me, and it was really, really good. And I was like, damn, I want to write more movies. I've written one feature, and I really liked it. So I should write another one. Um, okay, that is, I think that's all for me. I'm not sure what else I want to process. Oh, after the meeting tonight, I went to 7-Eleven, and I bought two hot dogs and a birthday cake protein bar and a Gatorade. And I just want to share that because one, it's objectively really fucking disgusting. Uh, Two, it is objectively really delicious. Like that was a great combo. I really enjoyed every second of eating all of that. That was so good. Like 7-Eleven hot dogs fucking slap. And honestly, fucking get 10 of them and fucking slap me across the face with fucking 7-Eleven hot dogs. I'm not kidding. Those things were so good. Okay, I'm going to choose to stay sober for the rest of tonight. Woo! Um, I want to say I love you all. And I'm literally talking to myself alone in my apartment. Testing, testing. Mushrooms changed my life. We just didn't even know to do I only did coke on the weekends. Like, Wednesday. It's therapeutic.